Gee's will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Good. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials. Good ones, and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Oh, but I'm special. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with somebody who is special. Genevieve has. Hello, Genevieve. Hello, Andrew. Coming up on today's show, I talked about this a little bit at the end of last week's show. I was so excited about it. I have a special game for you. You love a game. I love a game. You've been, it all you've been planning for this for a while. What are the two things I like most? A game and nostalgia. Yes. And do I say nostalgia funny? A little weird, I yeah. I feel like I'm softening the G too much. I think it's just nostalgia. Nostalgia. I love games and nostalgia. And uh, we got an email. I'll read it for you here in a second. But we got an email from a, a new listener, a relatively new listener, who's doing that thing where they're starting at the beginning of our podcast, episode number one, Always and working amazing their me. way through it. And I find that amazing. And it, it made me think, huh, wonder what they're hearing. And I went back, you know, we don't really have a system for our email inbox. Like, sometimes we grab the emails out of there and we delete them once we're done with them. Sometimes we just let them linger. I've and never deleted an email. I Sometimes I go and I clean up a little bit. But I uh, decided, hey, what's in there? What if I went back to the very earliest earliest emails we got when we first started the show. I don't think, I will say at this point, I don't know that you and I expected this to last this many years at this point. Like, what's it been, six or going on seven? Man, yeah, it's something like that. I I never thought that far ahead. Yeah, and it, now I don't know, like, what our end game would yeah, be. that's a good point. I will just have to break up. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, so anyway, so I started going through old emails, and I thought, ooh, what if I grab old emails and then read them back to you, and you got to guess what the commercial is that we were talking about at the time. Okay. Yeah. So that's what the quiz is going to be. But let me start by reading this email from listener Christopher, who says, I found your podcast a few months ago, and I've been making my way through the archives alongside my other podcasts. I'm currently at episode 97, so I've still got a ways to go to catch up. But there were a couple of commercials I wanted to share. So back in 2000, there were some animated ads for a flavored milk drink called Milk Chug. <laughs> do you know about Milk Chug? No. Nor do I. Christopher says they had a really catchy song and they played fairly often uh, during cartoons, but only for a few months and then they vanished. The song of the ad has been in my head ever since, but whenever I tried to find a video somewhere, I couldn't even find evidence that the product existed, much less the ad. This may have had something to do with me thinking the drink was called Chugalug. <laughs> For reasons that will be obvious when you hear these, but the actual product is called Milk Chug. Milk Chug is Milk Chug. just Milk singularly Chug. bad. As pillow a, Cube. As a product name. Pillow yeah, Cube. Pillow Cube. Milk Chug. Pil it makes Pillow Cube sound yeah. like, or, you know, poetry to the ears. Uh, today, I decided to try searching again, and lo and behold, someone found and uploaded Milk Chug commercials <laughs> this past March. Wow. Yes. Really, so milk chugs really are having a moment for your viewing and listening pleasure. I love the fact that Christopher was like looking for these things, looking for these things, and then every now and then just goes back to the internet to see if. Yeah. It, by the way, 
going through this process today of going through old emails and then clicking on the links people sent us, it really underscores how fluid the internet is. I would say 90% of the old links I clicked on for YouTube, you know, versions yeah. of commercials are gone already. Oh, it yeah. doesn't mean those commercials don't live somewhere else, but things are always just moving around. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I found that too when I've, because uh, I do archive all of our links um, just so that I have a record of kind of what mm -hmm. each show is about. And when I have needed to go back through those archives, yeah, you always need to check that those links are still live. Yeah, so I had to do a little bit of hunting and sleuthing for some of these today. But anyway, let's uh, play these milk chug ads around, the, these came out in, around the year 2000, and um, they were just uploaded to YouTube this spring. Chug a love, chug a love. Makes you wanna holler, hide it home. Feed your tummy, I'm the go. Chug a love, chug a love. Cold milk in a real cool chug. I'm a chug a and son of a gun. I said, let me have a big old sip. I done a double back flip. Chug a luck, chug a luck. Makes you want to holler. Hide at home. Milk chug. Feet you tell me on the go. The cool body feel. Yeah. Okay, so much to say here. Wow. Um, because first of all, the animation style of this is so 90s. I know this is uh. 2000, but this is one of those perfect examples of the early part of the new decade feels like an intense part of the last decade yes, when you go back time. and watch it. Like this is yeah. like very 90s animation. It looks like very like GoDaddy logo inspired. Sort, sort of. of. It's like it's got that very flowy type of animation where the the characters in it, like their arms and legs stretch out in an almost like psychedelic way. Not that it's psychedelic, but there's a there's a, a very sort of like um, almost dreamy quality to the animation that doesn't necessarily align with the way the music sounds. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's super 90s and it's definitely like, um, I'd never heard of Milk Chug, but clearly it's like trying to go up against like, um, like Nesquik and those kind of yeah, or you know, really, chocolate milks. I mean, and honestly, this is a time where I think it was less common to just to go into a 7-Eleven and see individual things of milk for on yeah. the go. You know what I mean? This was something that growing up, that wasn't around much. And it was kind of a, you know, it was something that the milk industry really pushed. Like, hey, kind of like yogurt as, as well. You know, right. like, hey, yogurt on the go, you know. Um, also, speaking of the music, and I don't want to make assumptions here, but I get the impression from Christopher's email that Christopher doesn't realize that this is a, a reworking of a very famous Roger Miller song. That is a, called, a well, karaoke go-to yeah, of a friend of ours. I think it's very famous. It has its own Wikipedia page. In fact, I even thought... And again, I'm not dunking on Christopher for not knowing this, but yeah, this is a song that I know mostly because our friend Luke would do this at karaoke all the time. And if you go to the Wikipedia page for the original song, you will see that this commercial is referenced uh -huh. in the references section. It says a reworked version of this was used in the milk Wikipedia chug Wikipedia is ads. really amazing, it? Isn't really it? is. Like, so it is surprisingly complete. Here's the original in case you don't know it. Chug a look, chug a look. Make you want to holler, hidey ho. Burn your tummy, don't you know? Chug a look, chug a look. Grape wine in a mason jar. Homemade, brought to school by a friend of mine. Yeah, the milk didn't use the burns your tummy, don't you know? Line <laughs> yeah. That'd be a problem if you drink milk well, and it burns your tummy, don't you know? It is kind of funny, like, to take this. 
uh, song about alcohol mm-hmm. and to turn it into something for milk. Exactly. So anyway, here's another. This is a um, two of these commercials for Milk Chug were uploaded at the same time. The second one is very similar to the one you just heard. Wow, they've gotten even more stylized with the song. In this one, he's doing. When you buy milk chugs, you can get a regulation soccer ball. And look for soccer tips from Carlos Valderrama at coolchug.com. There's a lot of like, you know, you're not just on the go, but you're an athlete. Instead, right. of, instead of grabbing a Gatorade, why don't you grab some milk? So there's a lot of like <laughs> you know, this you know what cartoon love character. To drink his milk. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this uh, cartoon character like on uh, various sports fields and pitches and what have you. Um, so anyway, I really enjoyed that, Christopher. Welcome to the fold. I'm glad you can uh, join us. But now, um, your email, of course, inspired us to go back in time. <laughs> All right, Genevieve, I'm very excited about this. And now here's the deal. We're going to do this in chronological order, okay? Going, okay? Starting with one of the earliest emails I could find from June of 2016. But there's something key to know about this. Usually when I'm building a quiz, it'll often get harder, if anything, as you go on. But because I wanted to be kind of a slave to the calendar here... Um, don't be intimidated by the first one. I think the first <laughs> okay. one of these might be one of the more difficult okay. ones, okay? So this is from uh, this is an email that we received from listener Dave back in June of 2016. I'm not even going to for this one Genevieve, I'm not even going to hide the name of the brand. Oh, I'm going to wow. tell you the brand. You just got to tell me and I'm just going to give you points as you get things right about these commercials. Okay. I want you to describe what was happening in this commercial that uh Dave is referencing here. Okay. okay, so this is the email we got from Dave. You talked at length about the Foster Farms chicken ads, and more generally the weird personification of the animals we are about to eat. That, in my mind, is the brilliance of the Foster Farm campaign. They are simultaneously giving us cute, albeit unhealthy and dirty characters to identify with, but also making those characters not good enough to be the Foster Farms chickens you actually buy and consume. So, We've given you a lot of information yeah. here. This is a Foster Farms commercial where we personified chickens. Right. But what is the setting? What are the chickens doing in this commercial? Do you remember? I I am confusing this partly with a BoJack Horseman bit. It came up. Um, it came up when we talked about this commercial. But I want to say that the chickens were sort of like puppets. They were like, it was a practical, were they practical effect chickens? Okay. I'm going to give you a point for that. Yes. And they were... Like he said, like Dave said, they were not good enough to be Foster Farms chickens. Were they like? Where were they? Where did this take place? Were they in a? I know this sounds crazy. Were they like maybe in a gym? They were not in a gym. I feel like maybe I remember misremembering, but I thought that like maybe they were these these puppet animatronic chickens were like doping or something. Because they were had like antibiotics or interesting going for doping. It's not doping, but and I'm afraid you only get one point for this one All because right. you are. I'll give you the sort of practical effects part of this. Yeah, um, there is a sort of medicinal part of this, but doping isn't quite right. Go ahead and remove the cover on your screen. You will see that they are in 
an apothecary oh, and yes. there's an herbalist who is behind the counter mixing up various herbs and the chickens want to be healthier so that they These can These are really be, horrifying right. chicken puppets. And the whole point is they want to qualify to be a foster's chicken and so they're hoping that this herbalist will help them do that. Now that there's foster farms simply raised, it's tougher than ever to be a foster farm's chicken. The foster farm simply raised chicken is 100% natural with no antibiotics. Well, you're an herbalist. Help us to be natural. Will those herbs do it? So now his uh, his chicken friend is just grabbing two big um, jars of God knows what and just throwing it down his gullet. Those? One grows hair, the other increases energy. <gasps> Do I look natural, Herb Man? Can I call you Herb Man? I'm trying to look natural. Call me natural. You look like Steve. Can I call you Steve? Hi, Steve. I'm natural. Say something. Why aren't you guys saying anything? Introducing new Simply Raised Chicken with no antibiotics. So what you and I said at the time is, why, if you know that these chickens on foster farms are going to be killed and eaten, why would any chicken want to be good enough? Yeah. That was our argument. Yeah, we've talked about a lot about um, commercials where the premise is, an animal wants to be taken to the slaughterhouse floor mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got like one point out of... I I did I, not have a good memory of no, what that was. I was picturing something different. I feel like you could have gotten up to three points on that one <laughs> okay. if you'd given me like the scene and maybe just a couple yeah, more details. Yeah, I just details, had no memory of it. You had no memory of it. That's okay. You remembered that the chickens weren't like cartoons, yeah. you know? Okay, so we're going to stay in June of 2016. Don't worry, there's only like seven or eight of these. We're not like going to have... <laughs> It's going to be a half hour. We're now late June of 2016. <laughs> um, but no, this is also June of 2016. This one is going to be a tough one. All right. This is a one-word email oh, that boy. we got from listener Anne who says, could it be that they're on their way to the wedding? Could it be that they're on their way to the wedding? Was this a car commercial? It was a car commercial. We're giving you one point for that. There's a family that's in a car. There's a family in a car. I'm giving you a point for that. The the patriarch or dad is driving. They're like... I'm going to have to give you an X for that one. No. Sorry. I mean, you're very close. I feel like this family is driving through in kind of a sea coastal road, sort of remote area and they're driving and for some reason they are talking about a wedding and is maybe the groom in the car like there's a there's an adult son in the car yes point for that the question about whether or not it's a groom is one of the things that was driving us crazy about this commercial is it's an incredibly confusing commercial yes i remember i remember what version of it they released a longer version of it and then chopped it up into various parts of it as if we were paying more attention but the one that was in kind of quasi heavy rotation was a 30 second ad the father is not driving it's clear that in the front seat is the more maternal figure like a woman in her let's say 50s is driving Uh the car the man uh with a salt and pepper beard behind her uh is holding and fiddling with his own wedding ring uh contemplating something and looking very kind of kind of somber and very thoughtful at one point he reaches out and kind of squeezes his wife's shoulder who's driving the car in front of him in the passenger seat, I believe, and we'll play it here in a second, is a an adult son of some sort. And a large adult son. 
Exactly, and um, he's one of the Huckabee boys, and he um, he's got a camera on his lap, and he's. I almost said the camera. Yeah, but, I almost but, said camera. But you I re- didn't, oh, did ya? But I, but I clearly <laughs> remembered the ad. I clearly remembered the ad. I don't remember what it the- was. So confusing. We see that there was something. There was a wedding going on. Was this on. for? A Subaru. You're so close, but it was not a Subaru. Volvo. It was a Volvo. I'll give that to you. I'll yeah. give that to you. That's you got four points on this. You got the driver. I clearly wrong. remember the the yeah. main. I clearly remember the like the. I have a picture of it in my head. Why don't you go ahead and take a look at your screen? I'm going to play this for you. For the listeners, I've told you a lot of the information. It was very confusing, and there's very little dialogue until the very end. So I'll walk you through this. We see the car driving through the woods, not coastal. Yeah. Everybody's a little bit somber. The, the adult son in the front seat is going through photos on his phone. You can see one. And it it's looks very like the vague, wedding's already tell. happened. Um, yes, like, that's the thing. Anne yeah, is the wrong. W- they are done with the wedding, yeah. but you see him flipping through photos. And you have to pause this and go th- slowly through. He's actually got, it's weird, it's a digital Hasselblad camera, which is a strange pick for this. Like, I don't know why you would be using a Hasselblad for this. It's a very specific format, but whatever. Um, it's fancy. Yeah, it's just kind of fanciness, I think. And if you pause and go through quickly, or go This through, is about very, a luxury SUV, so like, only yeah. only a luxury SUV owner is going to have a Hasselblad. So you see this guy, he has a, uh, but it, that doesn't seem like luxury to me. It's like more of a, it's such a hobbyist thing. That's the thing. Well, Hasselblads like, are expensive yeah of course but anyway so you see a photo of a bride that was taken by this adult but again it's also weird like was he the photographer why would you have the this guy who's supposedly maybe the best man or something with these yeah it's incredibly confusing anyway and then you do see in one of these shots that the dad was giving a toast but it goes by so quickly there's a photo of the dad giving a toast and everybody's just being quiet in this car you have the 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 Again, the mom and the dad and the driver's seat and the dad's behind. And then two adult men, young adult men, you don't really know what their relationships are. The dad looks at his wedding ring. The mom turns on the sound system. The dad's looking very thoughtful. He touches her shoulder then. There, look, they're on the sea. Wait, they don't even say it in that one. I could have sworn that was the version where... You're right, it was Coastal, so I'll give you another point for that. But I could have sworn that in here at some point, one of the sons says, it was a good toast, Dad, or something along those lines. I feel like he lines. did. Maybe that's a different version. Maybe that's a different version of this commercial. But yeah. anyway, that's why that was it so It remains confusing. confusing. Yeah, exactly. Who's, All these who's related later. to who and but how? I'm going to give you another point for that because you were right about the coast. So um, you, got, you got a total of five points off of one commercial. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that one that. pretty well. I thought that was going to be the hardest one, too. So I think that you're in pretty good shape. Should we just wrap things up here? <laughs> okay. For this next one, Ashley wrote in. Now, I, I'm going to start editing these a little bit, okay? All right. For this next one, Ashley wrote in, thank you for including the blank in your latest podcast. I didn't realize that I was the kind... Uh, here, I'm going to give you a hint right away, okay? This is a retro commercial we were playing. So okay. if you're trying to get context clues like, oh, this is a commercial from 2016, right. this is not it's the case. Not. Okay? It's not. It's just a throwback. I feel like it's fair that I say that, although you're doing too well. I probably shouldn't have told you that. Ashley said, thank you for including this blank commercial in your latest podcast. I didn't realize that I was the kind of person who would make a commercial-based music purchase, but when this commercial was airing, I did indeed trek to Sam Goody 
at the mall for a cassette single. I guess you could have figured out this was in 2016. <laughs> I made the trek to Sam Goody at the mall for a cassette single of this song based only on the commercial. Do you want to take any guesses now before I can I can read more of her email, which will give you more that clues. That doesn't tell Nothing. me okay. enough. I mean, it tells me like 90s, but okay. I don't know what song. I yep. don't know. Okay. Yeah, so I don't even have a any anything. Are you going to play me the song? Well, I, I'm going to play the commercial. The commercial is basically, this is another clue. Okay. The commercial is basically the song um, from an audio standpoint. I took German in school, so my decision Same. may have been partly in affectation. I remember my German exchange student rolling, or my uh, German exchange student friend doing a hard eye roll at my taste after she went out and German. bought this song. So it's by a German I mean, musician or musical group. So 90s. This was in heavy rotation. And it inspired Ashley to go out and buy this German band's music. I'll tell you this. I would have never known the name of this band. Uh -huh. Even having talked about this in 2016, I had to go back. It's not like something that crossed over so But the so song hardcore. was a... But you knew the song. The song... Well, the commercial was iconic. And their use was of the song... Was it Volkswagen? Oh. It certainly was. What da, was the song? Da, da, <laughs> This is one of my favorite commercials of all time. It's just it two, two young it men. It is a truly great work of, of commercial art. Driving around in their Volvo. They, they find that ugly chair, all smelly day. chair. They're just like doing nothing. And then they eventually they find a chair on the side of the road. They pick it up and they drive around with it for a little bit. They're going to take it back to maybe their apartment. Maybe they're like college students. I love everything about this ad. And then eventually uh, with the car in the back seat, they start to sniff the air and they realize... Oh, the car this this thing smells bad. The car smells bad, so they end up ditching the chair on another curb. The German engineered Volkswagen Golf. It fits your life. Andrew or your complete lack thereof. There's also something very nineties about like the lack of your life. Like you don't have a life. That was such a Oh so nice. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you, I don't think it's impossible that that was in the that, that imprinted on me in a way we currently drive a golf which oh, i made yeah. us get <laughs> right yeah and i'm really devoted to volkswagen even after all their naughtiness you mean being hitler's car hitler's car uh-huh i mean that didn't didn't start off great didn't, honestly. they didn't start off on a great foot yeah then they also were very naughty with the whole emissions thing yes they were very naughty um and still i am in the bag for v-dub like i love volkswagens and i love their marketing i always have and like there is, you know, you want to know if marketing works? Like, I have a feeling about people who drive Volkswagens. Really? And I like to feel like a person who drives a Volkswagen. Oh, like that public, like the, the, I listen to NPR kind of There vibe. is, I know, I, I know it's probably despicable, but there it is. And I swear, commercials like that, go and then going all the way back to Think Small and Lemon mm -hmm, and like yeah, the whole. They've always been great at advertising. They've always been great at advertising. Now, let me, I'll give you some extra points here. You only get one point for that because, yes, you got it right, which is impressive, but I loaded, I was loading you with clues. I had there. a ton of clues, yeah. yeah. Um, but would you like to take a stab at the band? Oh, uh, I, I wouldn't. That That's not my bailiwick. It was a German band I know, called but I, I don't know. Trio, yeah, I would, by the way. Trio. Just telling me that doesn't ring any bells. I take a point away from that. <laughs> OK, 
Okay, so this next one that I found actually kind of came from a conversation on Facebook, but we were referring to it in our emails. And we were talking about a holiday commercial that you and I initially hated, but listener Christy loved it and was defending this commercial on Facebook, okay? Okay. I almost, I feel like you're going to get this too easily. But maybe I'll withhold a little bit of Christy's comments. She says, I love it. The grandma swearing and then embarrassing the bratty teenager. The grandpa saying the movie quote. I know. I'm even eliminating some of the things she says here. To me, the joke is on the brat, but the grandparents are giving her the finger. I guess we need after these messages to have a ruling on this. It was for a cable service. Yeah, filthy animals. Yeah, filthy animals. And it's like the, I guess it's Xfinity. It's where you do the voice activated remote, right? Yep, two and the, points and the there. Kids don't I even took about the part where the grandpa talks to the remote. I the took kids that don't want to go to grandpa and grandma's house for Christmas. True. But grandpa and grandma get wind of this because the kids are awful. And the parents are also awful by allowing that, that was, to be. You and I hated the kids. Uh, yep. To be, you know, made public to the grandparents. So they, in an effort to suck up to their awful grandchildren, instead of just cutting them out of the will like you should, um, they like get Xfinity and the talking remote, and then like the kids have can play with on can be on have screen time uh, with grandma and grandpa. Okay. I was I'm, I'm as mad now thinking about it as I was when it first. You're gonna came be even out. madder when you when you hear it again now. You got three really solid points out of there. You got uh, what you knew as a cable company. I gave you one. Then you got to Xfinity, so I gave you another one. You remembered the talking to the remote control and the bratty kids. I think that's how you got the three. I don't know. It's in there somewhere. But um, maybe I just give you one for cable company and Xfinity. doesn't matter. Here's the deal, though. I want to give you one more really big, fat point here. Okay. You mentioned that the grandparents caught wind of it somehow, that their kids were being bratty, their grandkids were being bratty about going to their house. How did they catch wind of it? It's a huge part of the commercial. The commercial is almost in two parts. Yeah, I remember that. Are they... Are it's they a big, fat point on the line here. Are they... I mean, I guess my instinct is, maybe because we live in a Zoom-based world now, that they're on like a, ch a video chat with them. Mm, I'm sorry. I don't think I can give you any more clues on this one. You got three really yeah, solid. I don't remember how they get into it. It starts with a montage of various grandparents reading mean tweets that were apparently in the lore of this commercial really grabbed from the Internet around the holidays of shitty oh, teens man. and tweens tweeting things out about dreading going to the That's grandparents brutal. house and so in the style of um who's the late night person who I think that's Fallon. Fallon, yeah. Reading the mean tweets. It starts off with the, these and again it's a montage of older people reading right. these mean right, tweets. Right, right, right. Now I remember. I'm going to my grandma's house where there's no on demand, no Netflix and no Wi-Fi. Sad face. My grandma's house is straight medieval. She's got no Wi-Fi. Pound sign, not so Merry Christmas. <laughs> Pound sign still makes me laugh. Entering the gates of hell where there's no Wi-Fi and no shows. AKA grandma's. What does she mean? I don't know. She means that we're not up to date. Really? 
I love the grandparents in this. And the, mm-hmm. the commercial's terrible. It makes me mad. But the grandparents do a great job. They really do. All six of them. Yep. So I love the the second grandma, grand grandpa, who calls it a pound sign. So now the um, the grandparents have all wired up their houses, and they're now letting their families, their terrible families, in. What? Hey, pass the remote over. I'll show oh, and you this how song works. was your Merry purpose. Christmas, you filthy animal! I got no more wrinkles. <laughs> they're using a face app. I will say that this commercial makes me hate the children, mm-hmm. but if I'm a grandparent, I think it's very effective. Yeah, that's Because who, the grandparents the are the heroes yep. of this ad, and grandparents are prepared to forgive their, their grandchildren anything, of course. So, like, the fact that the grandchildren are bratty and awful is, like... It's immaterial to the pitch, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of what they're who they're trying to talk yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. I actually think it's really effective. Yeah. Uh, for the for the the tar- the advertisement is targeted at the older generation. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's another one. Oh, this one you're gonna get this. I think <laughs> I'm getting all of them. Um, except the chicken one. Yeah. I'm wondering. Maybe I'll stop halfway through this one. Okay. Um, I totally agree with Genevieve. All right. So, good start. I'm just going to give you a point right away for that one. <laughs> Holly says, and oh, by the way, this is February of 2017. Okay. And this was a commercial that was airing around the time. February of 2017, just marching through time here. Holly says, I totally agree with Genevieve that the husband in this commercial was supportive. The husband in this commercial I have a lot more to read, supportive. but I'm going to go slowly to see how long I can drag this out. Oh, wow. That's not enough. Yeah. I'm not going to. What you should do I, is have like you should start me off with however many points I can get, and then like <laughs> for each line that you have to read, I lose a point. Like I, a waitress getting a bad tip at a at a restaurant from a real dick. I read into it that he's been trying to convince his wife that she is worth the money that it takes to oh. to what to what. I remember. I know what we're. Ta- I remember this. I'm going to tell you. But then you, but then um, is it every, like a, is it like a Phoenix University or something? Is it like it's an education? Close. It's not Phoenix, but it's, it's an very education close. education uh, product or 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 out, outfit. I read into it that he's been trying to convince his wife that she's worth the money it takes it, to go back is to it school. WSU WGU WGU yeah. is it? I'm giving you another point for Was- that. That's the Washington's nonprofit online university. This is they, I I once heard. Uh, let's say a senior administrator at the University of Washington um, complained that uh, that they think that the WGU intentionally targets the bus the bus ads yeah, on the I routes so, that yeah. go around because it is, it's the not UW. a nonprofit, right? It's, it's Western Governors University. I think right? it technically is a nonprofit, which oh. is what makes it distinct from like a Phoenix or one of oh, those, okay. and so it's a little bit more legitimate or whatever than like you're just standard online don't get don't quote me on that but i feel like they tout themselves as a nonprofit. maybe we'll hear in this one okay well i don't know if i need to read any more of holly's um email here you got it you got the brand now what's happening in this commercial um a woman is talking about going back to school i think she's talking to an owl she is indeed you get the owl and the husband like wakes up and he says like listen to the owl or something exactly and so this was this This was was from the owl show and this is where you and i disagreed a little bit the owl show is that old from the 2017 i guess i don't know when else you would have talked about um 
they're laying in bed. You don't even notice that there's a man there at first. You just see the woman, and she's like in a double bed. And at the foot of the bed is an owl, a realistic-looking owl that is talking to her and saying you should go back to school. And then at the very end, the husband just like kind of turns over and puts his uh, pillow over his ear and says, just says, just listen to the owl. Yeah. And I was interpreting it as being like, boy, what an unsupportive husband. Just like shut up and listen to the talking owl. <laughs> Whereas Holly interpreted it as no, no, no. It was like this commercial. The owl is represents her her inner monologue and and her husband, who was probably like much more supportive, yes. was just saying, just go back to school already. You deserve it. Take a listen. I don't know. Going back to school just seems impossible. Allison. What's the real issue here? It's too much money and there's not enough time. That's why WGU reinvented higher education. You can move through courses faster and graduate for half the cost. Really? Honey, just listen to the bird. Then the owl does one of those owl blinky things. You okay? And then the uh, woman starts no blinking and winking at the owl in a weird way and the and the owl says, "Are you okay?" I actually love that actress performance at the end where she's doing the blinks at the owl. Yeah. It's pretty She's goofy. great. I yeah. really like that. Yeah. Wow. That was good. You got three points for that one. Does that sound about right to you? No, no. But at least four because then you you got the, the higher ed. You got WGU. You got um, well, owl. Then, then the owl. And then you, you finished up the rest of the scene. So congratulations on that. That was worth four points. Um, I would love to see how well you would do if the if the oh shoe were on the other foot here. God, I don't remember what we talked about <laughs> last week and we just recorded that show. Today. I am better positioned. I think that because I do the archiving each week, um, I just have a like a slightly more of a touch point with each ad that we talk about. Now this one. This one should be easy for you, although there are not a lot of points available because Caroline, when she sent this email in September 2017, marching on, that was February. Now we're up to September 2017. We only get to like, by the way, January of 2018, I think. Um, before I just ran out of steam today. Um, <laughs> but Caroline has a lot of details about what's happening in this commercial. So okay. you just got to tell me what is the product. Okay. okay. Caroline says, holy jeebus. Have you seen this commercial? With the children made up like old men. Now I can keep reading, but I'll give you a chance. There to are break several in here. ads where children are made up like old men. Um, is this one where? Oh gosh, I I really feel like I remember it. It's, I'm gonna read one more line and okay. then I'm gonna stop again. Before there's one line at the end here that's really gonna give it away. Have you seen this commercial? It's amazing. Great makeup. The actors are really good considering their age. But I'm so conflicted. I'll stop there. Is this for food? It is for food. I'll give you a for half a point for that. Is it for, can for candy? It's not for is candy. Is it for yogurt? It is, is it for, for go yogurt. It is for go-gurt. Caroline said this product should probably be illegal because it's all sugar and thickening agents. Yes. Genevieve, this is Gogurt commercial 2017. Two little boys sitting in the playground. They're both made up and I believe with some after effects. They're made up to look like um, old men. And they're in fourth grade now complaining about how easy the third graders have it right. with their Gogurt that is easily so, openable. So now. openable. Tim and Charlie, fourth graders. Lazy third graders. They even have those new easy open gogurt tubes. We used to struggle for 20 minutes to open our gogurt. We were <laughs> on our own. 
And when we finally got those things open, we'd be overcome with a sense of accomplishment no third grader today will ever know. <laughs> Hi, guys. Get a job. <laughs> New Easy Open Go-Gurt. Some kid These... who isn't dressed like an old man just comes up and says, hey, guys, and they that... say, get a job. I am... This is such a delightful exercise that we're doing. so great. I had forgotten what a... <laughs> Absolutely great ad that is. Get a job. Get a job. A fourth grader the says perform- to a third The performance grader. of those kid actors is so, know, good. so good. And the makeup's doing a lot of work, but the kids yeah. are doing a lot of work. It's not just makeup, too. you can see there's some sort of CGI. Yeah, because their too. foreheads yeah, are huge. Like they've got something going on with the like their big receding hairlines there. That's that's digital, I think. But like their performances are so good. Okay, I have another commercial here. This is October. October 2017 now, okay? And this is a contemporary commercial of the time. And um, I actually have two Facebook comments related to this. The first one is very straightforward and to the point, but I think it's the only one you need. This was a controversial commercial both on this show and it carried over to TBTL. I know this because I have a voicemail that I stumble on all the time of somebody weighing in on this debate on TBTL. I think you'll get this with a one sentence off of Facebook. Caroline posted this in October 2017. Quote, for the record, my mom made chicken tenders homemade in the 1970s. Come on, Vives, you got this. Oh, I wish you could see Genevieve's face right now. Was it a fast food restaurant? You can see somebody thinking it's astounding. Was it a fast food restaurant? It was a fast food restaurant. And I'm going to say that it was, oh, I don't feel right about this. Wendy's? It was not Wendy's. Ah, uh, I knew it was wrong. I'm give you an X on that one. Um, fuck. All right. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know if we need to use that kind of language. It's just a game. It's McDonald's? All, we're all just having fun here. It was McDonald's. All right. And it was like a, a whole thing of like, um, we make chicken fingers as good as your grandma did or whatever. Yes. But give me some more details about this commercial because you have gotten the point of the commercial. I mean, yeah. You know, and we were, and I remember we made a big thing of like, grandmas aren't famous for make making chicken homemade tenders. chicken tenders. Yeah. And a lot and of people, people were like, saying, my grandma made the best chicken tenders. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, in fact, somebody on Ginny said, after hearing the conversation about this commercial, I have to disagree um, it wasn't typical of my grandma, but I know my kid's grandma, a.k.a. my mom, would make uh, homemade chicken tenders for the kids all the time. Um, Genevieve, though, what was going on in this commercial? The grandmas were mad or happy <laughs> Look at you about your bases. something. No, they weren't mad. They were Genevieve. happy because it was like letting them off the hook of making chicken tenders. Yeah, it's you're like not saving getting, them labor. You're missing a lot of um, you're missing a lot of the big point of this commercial, which is fine. You got you got the fast yeah. food, you got the McDonald's, you got this one. This is like point. when you tried to tell me about the fairy tales. <laughs> I got that was 100 percent right. If yeah. I recall, um, an old man <laughs> goes to sleep and he's got really long hair and he lets it down <laughs> out of a tower. Um, the point of these commercials were that the grandmothers now have tons of time on their hands, I and they're see. doing oh, and young they're doing people young people things. things. They're doing like online they're dating. They're swiping left. They're yes, swiping right. That's right. Go ahead and take a look at this commercial. I did actually. Remember, I remember liking these performances. Oh yeah, I love this McDonald's actress. buttermilk crispy tenders commercial 2017. Finally, I found chicken tenders that can pass as mine, which is nice because I've got better things to do. Peggy. I finished his shoulder. So she's <laughs> doing a puzzle 
and, of like a sexy of a hunky a, guy. of a hunky guy at the beach. Now she's sitting in her armchair, oh, just going up and down. Oh, and now she's oh, now she's doing stand, stand up. up at the senior center. Millennials, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> no. Swiping. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Introducing McDonald's Buttermilk Crispy Tenders. Juicy and made I, with 100% white meat. They're not grandmas. I'm okay with that. But she's okay with that. I love that grandma yeah, so much. At the end, she's floating in a pool. Oh, um, she's the best. That actress is kind of a, a familiar face. I think she's, she's probably in a lot of commercials. She's probably in a lot of commercials. She's got a real, like, sort of a ball buster quality to her delivery that I think, like, I've seen her deploy in other context oh it looks like there's another one here i don't know if i saw this one or if Can we, we watch about it the last time yeah um same woman same exact setup i think same footage but then i think we get to a different montage of her doing different things including it looks like the first thing is going to be um uh putting on a virtual reality headset finally i found chicken tenders that can pass as mine which is nice because i've got better things to do oh <laughs> virtual Reality. Introducing McDonald's buttermilk oh, crispy tenders, juicy and made with 100% white meat. Yep, that's it. Um, before, boy, it's funny. Boy, that bada pop pop pop. Now I think of Brian Cox right away. I know, right? Like, they've retroactively, really, they've really, yeah. uh, they've really buried it deep in our psyches. All right, you're doing a really good job, Genevieve. Everybody's really happy with your work today. Wow. Oh, um, this is our final one. We're only going up to January of 2018 now, so okay. maybe we have some more of these games in the future, possibly. I hope so. Um, let's see here. Think about that, everybody. If you write in, it could turn up later. That's right. Once you send it to us, we own it, even if you <laughs> mail it to yourself first. Um, okay, this one... Mm, well, I would say that this is a more obscure commercial that we did talk about, but I think there are so many clues in these emails. Or I guess this was one email that I'm going to be sharing with you, though many people wrote in about it. You and I had a strong negative reaction to this commercial that Gabby is writing in about. Gabby wanted to defend it. Okay. When I was in the States for Christmas, this commercial made me cry every time I saw it. Oh boy, I do remember. Already? I remember. I don't remember. Already? No, no, but I remember this email. And it even made me emotional while listening to it on your podcast. You guys said it was so negative, but as someone who studied abroad, it has exactly the right tone to me. Now she goes on. There's a lot more clues, but I I see the brainwaves. Yeah. Squiggling out of your head right now. Can I have some of those? <laughs> um, is there any chance this is um, an Amazon commercial? It's not an Amazon commercial. Right, In fact, I, I don't think you're going to get the uh, name of the company, but I, I would take like the, the type of company uh-huh. it is, okay? Is it a shipping company? It's not a shipping company. All right, then let's let's go forward. Let's press on. Even when you know the language, being a 19-year-old kid across an ocean from any support system is hard. And as my parents helped me take out a loan for my study abroad, I can really relate. Studying abroad is what helped define my future and is the reason I still live in Europe. The experience was hard. I yes. cried. I almost bought a ticket home at some yeah, points. okay, now, I mean, she's basically told the then there's one moment that changes you, and you realize that maybe this is what's right after all. Right, it's the story of a student who's living abroad. Can't give you any points for that. I know, obviously, obviously. that's the story you're she working, just told. You're, this is your process. And they 
get something in the mail. Is that right? Who does? The student. They get mm, something in the mail. I don't think that's it. That's not it. Boy, I do remember this ad though, and I it, it, it's one of those it's very one of those Christmassy ads where it's like a whole story. Um but I'm not I don't think I'm going to be able to call to mind what it was advertising. This will be your first without any points. Yeah. Are you ready to end the season that way? I think so. Wow. Ignominious. Ignominious. Genevieve. Yeah. Not just, not my proudest moment. I just learned that word today. I wanted to see if I could use it. Um <laughs> The commercial is for an investment firm, Northwestern oh, Mutual. I got to tell you, I was never going to get there. And the point is that when you're smart and you save for your kids' education, right. not just college, but the special things like learning abroad, it will pay off. The thing that struck us about this commercial I re- I is- I do remember that there, I remember the conversation about this ad. This kid who's overseas is clearly- in some sort of an art program, right? right? And we see him in like an art class in France and he's being kind of yelled at by an instructor. At least it seems that way. It's just abrupt. It's blunt, right? But he's yeah. getting some feedback and he looks just kind of miserable. And then he goes to buy something from a street vendor and he's got the wrong kind of money or something. And it's the commercial just begins with him being confused and overwhelmed having, having a in a foreign land and just feeling kind of miserable about it and then at one point he draws it's not the um i don't know exactly what the structure is something very famous i don't know if it's the ceiling of it wouldn't be the louvre um either way he's sketching out some sort of a a glass ceiling thing and then he takes it to the museum that it is actually in and he holds up his drawing Uh to these this window structure Maybe you'll recognize it when I hit play on it. Um, and then he takes a photo of his of his drawing in the proper context. Right. And then he mails that to his parents back home. Okay, so and there was the a mail. Time, there was something being mailed. That's what I was yeah, remembering. Yeah, but for the first time, we see his parents opening up this thing, and they're just like, "Wow, he's getting it now, yeah. right?" And he's it's also, getting it. I think it's also significant he's is that such a loser. It's a black family too, and I think that that is kind of intentional yeah. as well. You know what I mean? As far when you think about generational wealth and stuff in this in this country, yes. the idea is like everybody can save and and give your kids a future that's better than yours, basically. Right. So there's going to be a lot of um, uh, probably a lot of music and just kind of atmospheric sound in this. We'll kind of walk you through it, although I think we kind of already have. We see the boy, the young man, and he's on the streets, I assume, of Paris. Well, it's so funny you should say that because somebody else wrote in <laughs> just um, saying that like it's so clear. I, was this part of Gabby's? Oh, I wonder if I can understand that now that I've been taking French. But somebody said like it's so clear that the somebody said I recognize these accents. These are clearly American actors playing uh, rude, playing to the stereotype of, of rude, the rude French Frenchmen, people. Yeah. yeah. Here, do you want to try to translate yeah, this? I'll play it one more through and then I'm going to pause it. Classic. Said something about the a photo and a model. I don't know. Okay, great. I could have told you that. Yeah, I mean, anybody could know that. Uh, it would be funny if what he was saying was just like, this is the best drawing I've ever seen. Like yeah. that scene where um, Lisa Simpson gets stuck on a bus and she takes it all the way to the end accidentally or she falls asleep and she gets off the bus and she thinks she's being screamed at by two Russian guys, but they're just saying very, very nice yeah. things to her. It's That's just, just what Russian accent. sounds like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, monsieur, vous n'avez pas de petit? I don't understand. 
he was trying to pay with the wrong amount of money or something. Now he's got a sketchbook. He's in the museum, and he's sketching the uh, the beautiful stained glass ceiling of this museum. This is what our version of financial planning looks like. Oh, so he emails it to his parents. I was thinking there was like a... Tomorrow's important. There was like a package being sent in this that I, I, I had misremembered almost everything about this. I like this commercial more now than I did at the time, I yeah. think. Yeah. I, th- I think I... I think like contextualizing it and thinking about generational wealth in particular that it is a black family and that that's a story that needs to be told more often and also needs to be true more often. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does. It warms my heart towards it. Thank you. Just give me one second here. We can wrap up in a second, but it's a big goose egg here. <laughs> Down for the last one, but you got one point for the first one. Well, you look at you, you know, got this, you can't uh, win them five all. for the second one. You got one. You got three. One three. I mean, you got a lot of points. You got more than ten points. Is I that think. a lot or a little? I well, mean. no, it's a lot. Let's see this nine. <laughs> 10 right there you have to feel, yeah no you're you get well over 10 so congratulations well, thank on that you. i enjoyed i whether or not i did well or poorly i enjoyed the walk down memory lane it was fun i'm glad you had fun playing because i had a lot of fun putting it together everybody's talking at me i don't hear words saying only the echoes of my mind all right. Well, I do know that we need to get out of here. Um, so I'm going to keep the ad council bit short here. But I felt that I would be remiss if we went two weeks without talking about this uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, a sort of, I guess, announcement that he made. Hmm? Barely qualifies as a commercial, but it is commercials in the news, if you will. Um, and also on the Ryan Reynolds tip, I don't know if you heard this. You are actually the one who told me about Chris Noth. Um, being accused of sexual assault by mm-hmm. two people, and so that happened shortly after that um, Peloton. Yeah, I couldn't even thing. remember. Did we we talked about the Peloton? We talked about the Peloton thing like response two, commercial a yeah, couple of weeks ago. Okay. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, um, and then shortly after it went up, it came back down because mm. he is um, pretty toxic right now, mm-hmm. um, probably deservedly. So, uh, but nothing stops Ryan Reynolds, and I liked that Eric shared this um, because this is very germane to our interests and i just think like ryan reynolds uh it's just sort of a a kindred spirit to our love of commercials Mm -hmm. um eric says this could be interesting i'm cautiously optimistic and all the optimism is specifically due to the reynolds connection so Hmm. this is ryan reynolds just sort of talking about uh, some new venture he's involved with with this company mountain and he's uh to be clear you're seeing a his face set within an old-fashioned tube tv uh, around it. It's Ryan Reynolds. I love TV ads. Watching them, making them, being in them. But while TVs have grown a lot since this model, well, the way we make TV ads, that hasn't changed much at all. That's why Maximum Effort and I joined Mountain. Mountain has created a platform that makes distributing and measuring TV ads as simple as paid search or social. And today we're adding our biggest innovation yet. Introducing Creative as a Subscription a simple, affordable way to get your media and creative together. See, we think the rise of streaming services, all those pluses, represents a once in a generation chance to improve the process of making TV ads. I mean, come on. Ads are supposed to be fun. Visit mountain.com for a demo. So 
I am fascinated by this and I'm really going to be following this because I I do think I mean, he is truly an innovator and he's so creative and he does love ads obviously that's like half of what he does now when he's not like churning out a quick Netflix hit is like doing funny ad stuff like he really operates in the ad space and so I'll be interested to see if this a collaboration with with Mountain generates like an interesting new approach to the creative side of ad making which is what we're interested in I'm a little bit unclear as to whom this is directed. I think it's directed at adver- at people, at products or services or anyone who might be making an ad for their product. Um, you know, like I'm a, I make a new pillow mm-hmm. that's a new kind of pillow that no one ever heard mm-hmm. of, and I pillow need cube. <laughs> no, that's what you might think. Oh, somebody already. This got is that. even more somebody innovative. Got, somebody got this there is before you. Pillow rhombo- rhombus, <laughs> rhombus, pillow rhombus. Um, and you know, like I'm, I want to make an ad, and I want to do it. I want it to be really fun and creative and sticky and viral. But I don't want to hire, or I cannot afford to hire, um, you know, one of the giants. But maybe I can, sort of like, buy a little bit of creative as a service from Mountain. Like maybe I can afford to do like a scaled down version, but with people who really value creativity and ad making. It's a suite of optimization, attribution, and targeting that delivers results at a massive scale. Unlock television's performance potential by combining Yeah, I mean, that's all gobbledygook, Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out exactly. And like, so is it for, so it's for small businesses with something to, uh, something to, Sell. It's not for creatives who are looking to get into the space. No, I don't think so. I think it's for people who want. I mean, they probably are hiring creatives, and I don't know how they, you know, pay them or compensate them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, clearly, what they're pitching here is like, you are a startup. You want to be in the new economy. You want your ad to play on Hulu or Disney Plus or whatever, and you need an ad that's sticky and fun and memorable. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I thought it was interesting that they um, showed specifically a, uh, the, they were showing like the dashboard for the software and they were showing it the, the results of four hymns, clearly saying that like four yeah, hymns this is the is kind of the, product. The, the type of product and potentially already, I assume a client yeah. in order to, to get permission to use it in that way. So. And four hymns is a good example, right? Like they've been all over the map in terms of ad quality, but it's very, but very much disruptive, both of their industry and of the marketing techniques. So I think this is going to be something to watch. Like no joke. I I know we try to like never take anything too seriously on this show, but um, like uh, my biggest fear, honestly, is that Ryan Reynolds is going to start a commercial podcast and then we'll just be like out of business here. We'll we'll lose all of our revenue. (laughs) Well, not our revenue, but our (laughs) listeners. Yeah. I mean, because we'll just end up like reporting on whatever, you know, Ryan Reynolds yeah. show reported on that week. <laughs> no, I guess that's a good point. Um, I'm, I, I'm not ready to lose any sleep over that quite <laughs> yet. <laughs> you can sell anything. You can sell anything. Ryan Reynolds just kind of oozes good guy energy, though, doesn't he? He does, which always is a makes him ripe for a fall. But uh, hope Maybe. fingers crossed. He really does have that vibe, like he's hey, it's just me, it's just your pal Ryan. I'm talking to you. Yeah. And everybody feels so like what oh if yeah, I've been we possibly we, handsome yeah. and rich and married to Blake Lively. Everybody probably thinks oh yeah, we'd be friends if I'm sure if I met yeah. if I met him. Yeah, yeah.
That's his special genius. Yeah. And I'm not, nothing wrong with that, honestly. Like, I was thinking that because you do. You get that vibe from him. I got that vibe from him. In fact, I wonder if he wants to be my friend and start a <laughs> podcast about commercials with me. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. Because you're moving on. What was your big idea to start a new company? Oh, build your own pillow. Build your own pillow. Me and Ryan Reynolds will do the podcast without you. Okay. And then when I have to do an advertisement for build your own pillow, yes. I know exactly who to call. You will get on Mountain's platform right. and then me and Ryan Reynolds will critique your commercial. Synergy. My God. Anyway, if anybody wants to join Genevieve's or my efforts <laughs> in any of those things, call our voicemail line 607-444-5597. Once again, that's 607-444-5597. 5597. Call and sing us a jingle. I actually have a jingle that I'm dying to play for you guys. Ran out of time today, but we'll play that next week. Also, uh, you can join up on the Facebook page. Is that what you do? You join, you join up? up on you the join, Facebook page. Just join up on the Facebook page. We are a Facebook group. You That's can right. find us there. There's a lot of good conversations. And did we already say the email? That's what I was going to ask you because I feel like a lot of people... <laughs> Want it uh, to want to send mail these days, but they don't want to send it through the U.S. Postal right, Service. They right. want more of an like an electronic well, mail here's option. Good news for people who like electronic mail. Mm-hmm. After these messages, show at gmail dot com com. <laughs> Say it; it's important. Okay, everybody, uh, that was a really fun show. Thanks for all the emails, past and present and future. We'll talk to you in the future next week. Kofi Faluja, Kofi Faluda, Truthy, Cooley, more flow.